Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Well, you know who always covers? Ken Barkley. Ken Barkley from You Better You Bet joining us right now on the Roman guest line. Ken, thank you for joining us on the show. And I guess, you know, the first thing we have to talk about is right now Ohio State jumps in front of Alabama. They move up to number two in the college football playoff rankings, but also the Bearcats now at four. Michigan after shellacking my Terps, they're at five. We do not care. Alabama's at three. Uh, Ohio State's two, and of course, Georgia's sitting at number one. What stands out to you, and what do you make of this? Last week, we asked you about the neutral site uh, spread between Cincinnati and Bama. You kind of answered that, but anything has, has anything changed after this quote-unquote surprising news? Um, well, first of all, it's great to be on, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, and, and yeah, there was, that was a really interesting playoff selection show. I think more interesting than a lot of the ones we've had so far. I feel like we had manufactured drama a couple of weeks, right? Yeah. Like, oh, my God, Alabama's number two. Like, nobody cares. And it's like, oh, Michigan State, Michigan. Like, how do we rank them, you know, depending on who beat who? And we got in a big argument about that. Nobody really cares about that because, like, their only ranking that really matters is the last one. And I, I'm naturally a skeptic about things – that we haven't seen before. So like in the, in the Heisman trophy race every year, there'll be a guy that plays for like a group of five school, like a great quarterback. So like a Malik Willis at Liberty or like one of these other quarterbacks, that's going to be like an NFL draft pick. And everybody will always say, Oh, like they can win the Heisman. Like if they go undefeated, they can win the Heisman. I just go, well, it hasn't happened before. So like until it happens, the way the kind of the rules of college football are set up, I'll believe it when I see it and I'll be willing to bet against it at almost all cases. And I think in terms of the playoff, we have only a little bit of history. Playoff hasn't even been around for a decade yet. Yeah. So we don't have as much to go on. I'll believe Cincinnati's in when I see it. It's like the right <laughs> way to put it. So like they can be number four because that makes perfect sense. They were number five and the team lost. Oregon got destroyed by Utah. It's like the logical domino like effect of what. Right? The <laughs> so truth hurts, or, Tristan. Oregon, Oregon who's having a remarkable season and yeah. is a great program. Yeah. yeah. Lost, to, lost to Utah. And boy, I mean, really gave a good effort. Score close. should have been a lot closer than that. Yeah. Uh, really, yeah. Quack, quack, all that stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's interesting. Like, so the, they're number four, but again, the only ranking that matters is the last one. There's a not a controversy, but there's a decision brewing here for the committee. And it's really easy to see this coming now. And the decision is going to be something along the lines of if Oklahoma or Oklahoma State wins two games in a row. Mm-hmm. So if one beats the other and then wins the Big 12 and you are faced with the decision, like forget Alabama, Georgia for a second. Like that, that is another debate that is looming. But I think this one's actually more interesting because like Alabama might just be in because they're Alabama, even if they lose to Georgia, because right. Georgia's so much better than everybody else. But if the debate is you have undefeated Cincinnati, so let's say you got Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, we're just going to lock them in. you got this other spot. And you've got Cincinnati, who has not lost, who will have beaten Houston, who will be like a top 25 team when the game is played, but, you know, not like a top 10 team, not a top 15 team. And you'll have Oklahoma or Oklahoma State, who will have two top 10 wins in a row because mm-hmm. they will have won this game and then won the Big 12 title. Those teams will have one loss, and Cincinnati will have zero. Right. And the committee will have a decision to make about whether they want to tell the Big, the Big 12 conference champion who has only one loss, which, by the way, that record, that team, which is usually Oklahoma, has made the conference playoff right. or the, the college football playoff like three times in the last four years right. with different different Heisman-winning quarterbacks. They're going to tell that team, now we're taking Cincinnati instead with all the money at stake, with the Oklahoma brand name of their program, with a resume that is usually commensurate with making the playoff. So, like, that's the debate that's looming. And, like, again, I'm a, I'm a natural skeptic. Like, until I see it, I don't believe that it's good, especially with a sport as – you could argue corrupt or at least where the rules have been in place for a long time as college football, 
Like, I'd love to – like, let me see them put Cincinnati in over Oklahoma when Oklahoma's there in the Big 12 championship. Yeah, so we know it I'm won't happen. not sure we're going to get it. Right. Still not sure we're going to get it. Right. So, like, I just – that my reaction is, like, great, therefore, but, like, the, the decision has not been made yet. Like, Alabama, Alabama got jumped by Ohio State. Like, all of this stuff is still so fluid even when the teams are winning. Forget right. when the teams lose. So, like, I, that's – my initial reaction is just it's great that they're four. If they make it, like, it'd be kind of this awesome, neat thing. I'm still not sure when push comes to shove that's the decision that will be made. Ken, if I like Ohio State because right now they're 3-1, to one, they're plus 300, they have the second-best odds over at BetMGM. Bama's right behind them, plus 350. But if I like Ohio State, especially before this weekend, and I think they're going to beat up on Michigan, and I think they're going to win the Big Ten title game because they're going to be 17-point favorites probably – do you think now is the time to play them, especially if I do think that they're the only team that matches up well against Georgia because I'm getting that three to one price? Or do you think that there'll be a better number? Because I just I don't think so, you know, unless maybe Bama does go. To, I don't know what it would have to happen to get better than plus 300 right now with Ohio State. I, I understand why you would want to play them, right? Because if you want, it's just the ultimate eye test situation, right? right? If you watch them. I mean, it's just insane. <laughs> they just <laughs> score like a billion touch. Like, if you, they're a team that you just you watch and you're like, okay, I want them. Like against anybody, like I want that team. Right. With the eye test stuff, I think to me this is where like the numbers or the pricing can act as like a counterweight against the eye test of how they look because of opponent and because of how Ohio State is kind of designed and how they like to play. They're a team that's really really good at taking teams that they're more talented than and beating the absolute crap out of them. Basically, like that's that's their talent basically. And I'll just be honest, if I'm looking at the Michigan game this weekend, the Wisconsin game, the semifinal, I actually view these as opportunities where Ohio State has a, has a reasonable chance to lose the game. I don't view them that way. Now, they're a team, like I've come on the show, I bet them as a big favorite against a lot of the teams that yeah. they played the last month or so. Those games are just functionally different than the games we're about to see. So, like, for example, on Saturday, one reason I would disagree with you is that more than a touchdown, I like Michigan in the game. Now, at less than a touchdown, I'm not really interested. I'm not saying Michigan's going to win, but I'm saying I, I like them in the game. If I like them in the game, I can't really tell you to bet Ohio State. I also like the under. Uh, I think when they play Wisconsin, which is the most likely uh, opposition, I don't know if you see a number like that much different than what we're seeing right now. I don't know if there's a big difference between Michigan and how Wisconsin's playing right now. Like on a neutral, so you, you obviously minus home field, wow. 10, 10 and a half, something with Wisconsin maybe, something like that. If it was more than that, I think I'd play Wisconsin. So I, I understand it's like the difference between what's your number and just when you watch a team, what do you see? Like I think people that just watch college football, they're going to love Ohio State, and they might not be wrong. Just um, my numbers are basically telling me like maybe pump the brakes a little bit on them. Interesting, Lockie. Let's move over to the NFL. Um, unders, boy, ten and five yeah. last week. <laughs> yeah, that was a great Ex- reaction. Exciting. <laughs> Under. Oh, man. oh boy. I mean, that's not as a sports fan what you root for, but it is one hell of a trend. Ten and five last week, including all three fifty-point games going under. What do you make of this trend in terms of you know the logic behind why it consistently has been happening, and do you think this continues? Well, and the in the NBA, it's so funny these two sports are going on at the same time, right? Because in the NBA, yep, I mean, these two deal. sports might as well be the same thing. Yep. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And in both sports, the same thing is happening, which is in both sports, NBA and NFL. So I'm kind of answering your question. Sorry, I'm bringing in basketball. Too, I like but, that. Uh, in both sports, NBA and NFL, the season started with totals very similar to what we saw at the end of the previous season. So we just kind of brought those numbers into this year. So NBA totals were like 220s. Uh, NFL totals were like high 40s, low 50s. And it was like, yeah, this is the market was like, yeah, these are the right numbers. Like everyone's kind of comfortable with this. And in both sports, 
unders just absolutely smashed for the first like month or so and everyone's like wait a minute like what is going on the craziest part isn't that that happens it's that the market adjusted so the numbers for both sports started to decline totals in the nfl were lower totals in the nba were lower but then the craziest thing is more stuff happened and the games kept going under so it's one thing to go under in the nfl when the total's 49 every week it's quite another when the average nfl total is like 44 and every game is still going under because it's like well wait a minute we're adjusting but it's still going under? Like, why? Like, it doesn't make any sense, right? So last year to this year, you know, obviously, like, fewer penalties – or, sorry, uh, increase in penalties because we saw a decrease in them last year. You could argue home crowds. There's a bunch of stuff about how last year played out that was a little different. Okay, that's part of it. I think part of it, too, honestly. How many games have we seen every week in which there was a quarterback – situation yeah. i guess right. is the right way to put it so absolutely. starter missing starter an coming back from an injury yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah, right exactly sure. sure um you know debates about he was immunized versus vaccinated this yeah. obviously affects totals in a big way um so the the idea is just like okay the totals kind of adjusted down but now we have this spate of injuries and the nba actually same thing totals adjusted down now every star is hurt so now the games are just going under even more because no one has their best player every night just like a lot of these nfl teams don't have their starting quarterback i mean we had Cam Newton, Tim Boyle, Mason Rudolph, like all these guys back-to-back week. Trevor Simeon's a legit entrenched starting quarterback now. Like oh, Tyler Huntley started a game. Huntley. So like when you have all right, when you have all Joe Flacco started a game, yeah. like those are that's like six games that took place last week. Right. Like it's up to a certain extent. Of course those games went under. The Bears like, with anyone playing quarterback? Yeah, just crazy, crazy stuff. So I think the market adjusted correctly, but now you have all the quarterback injuries, and I think that's why the unders have continued. Uh Kim, before we get you out of here. We got a couple things that we want to run past you, especially in the NFL. Of course, Thursday night, Thursday day, it's Thanksgiving. Turkey, turkey, turkey leg parlay. So we want to talk to you about our yeah, MGM turkey leg parlay. Leg parlay. I'm glad you asked, Lockerson. This is we yeah. all have a play, and right now, at BetMGM, these three plays that we have given out, they were plus five twenty five, but they've been boosted to Ooh. six to one. Ryan likes the Lions to cover as three and a half point dogs. The fighting Dan Campbell's the, the kneecap biters. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Trista has the Raiders Cowboys under 51 and a half. And your boy, I'm on the Bill Saints over 46 and a half. Number one, the first question is, do you like this turkey leg parlay? And also number two, what are your favorite plays for Thursday slate? Oh man, well, I, the good news is I'm definitely not opposite any of the three. I definitely did not bet the opposite. And that's all we ask. Good news. That's, that's all we ask. So, hey, we're just, we're just trying to build common ground here. That's, <laughs> right. that's what we're trying to do. Um, I do like the Lions a little bit. It's going to be really interesting when I think Jared Goff's going to end up starting this game. And I actually think the number might go to three or even go down to two and a half as a result of that happening. So that'll be interesting to watch because I think the market thinks Tim Boyle's so much worse than him. Maybe there's not a big difference, but I think the market feels that way. But I do like the Lions in that game more than three. So totally agree with that one. My number's like two and a half, especially if it's Goff. Uh, under in the Raiders game is a little interesting. Obviously, like the CD Lamb play or not, that'll help you out a lot on that under. We yeah. saw Dallas's offense play terrible against Kansas City with both Cooper and Lamb on the sidelines. Well, and like can the, the Raiders, Raiders score in that? Yeah, I like the Raiders in that game a little bit more than the under. I guess if I had to play the total, I'd play under. But if I had to bet that game, seven and a half. A I think I'm starting to, to think about playing the Raiders and just I think Dallas is about to go through a little prolonged stretch where they don't play quite as well as they played the first couple also months of the nice. year. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> and then Buffalo, New Orleans. What do you like the over in that game? I have, like, no opinion on this game. I think my opinion is going to be New Orleans is basically going to have all the same guys injured that they've had the last two weeks. Yeah. That's why we've seen the number go crazy. It opened four. Now it's five and a half. It's going to be six. Maybe it's going to be six and a half by Thanksgiving night. I'll probably wait as long as possible and maybe play the Saints if the number got crazy enough because these guys have been out for a couple weeks. Like, why is the market going crazy when the same things that have happened for two weeks just happen again? Why does that require some kind of adjustment? So it Saints a little bit at the end. 
Raiders seven and a half a little, and then I agree on the lines. My overplay is literally based on the fact that the Bills have to score some points eventually, and why not on Turkey Day? That's that's my handicap right now, and I can give you some stats and trends later. But, Ken, we just hope it hits because that would look great for us. Plus 600? Come couple, on. A couple of us have that's to work a great here. Name. Turkey Lake Parlay. Turkey Lake Parlay. Yeah. Head over to Bed yeah. You can play it right now. Thank we're, you for joining working us. Working on Ken. a holiday parlay is what we call it. Working on holiday. Oh, right, exactly. Right. Yes. It's like overtime parlay. That's what we call it. Absolutely. So, thanks, we're we're it. super excited. Cop day though. parlay. Like, we can't wait. I haven't slept. Yeah, actually. I can tell. I'm right. jacked, Ken. <laughs> Thank you so much. my family. It. Thank you, Ken. That hey, was Ken. Enjoy your holiday, Ken. That was Ken Barkley on the Roman Guest Who Line. Won't be Get working. a free online nope, evaluation. He won't be there. And ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. That was Ken Barkley of You Better You Bet he's with good. Nick Costa. So he's he's amazing. Uh, you can check him out, of course, here on the BetQL Network, uh, Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern time. 